Welcome into another episode of the Five Foot Nothing, a Hundred Nothing podcast. I'm your host, and I am Five Foot Nothing, a Hundred Nothing. Now, first, I want to thank everyone, especially Casey the Beef Cregan, for last week's unannounced, unplanned, unresearched episode. It got the most listens of all my episodes so far. There's only been four. That was the fifth. I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. <laughs> this stuff where I do research and do homework and take time and talk about Notre Dame football didn't get as much love as talking about absolutely nothing at all. So whatever that means, I don't know. I like it. Hopefully you like the rest of the stuff I have to talk about. Um, however, maybe that was a good sign because today's episode is – going to turn into not so much research. Um, I had an episode planned that involved research, that involved me not having to be on Twitter as much, which I'm trying to moderate. But things happen, things come up, and I'll get into it here in a second. But some other things I want to talk about. Um, let's go back to why I had the Five Foot Nothing Meets Chopping Beef episode. The weather. Man, it was cold last week. And I hope everyone's doing okay. But it was 17 degrees at one point here in Corpus Christi, which I don't know if I've ever seen it actually that cold. I've been down here since 2003. But we had, down in Corpus Christi, 49 consecutive hours of below freezing temperatures. And I think, I'm pretty sure it was a record for Corpus Christi. I don't think we've done that before. So that was Sunday night and a Monday and a Tuesday, which... Got me off of work for an entire week because there were all kinds. It was a little crazy down here, to say the least. But fast forward a week later, one Sunday, it's 17 degrees. The next Sunday, two days ago, 75 and sunny, and I got sunburn on my forehead. So, um, yeah, you guys can hate me now. Go ahead. Go for it. It's been – we've had three consecutive beautiful days. And we tried it. We listened. I know I got a lot of the northern state listeners, beef included. We tried. We we gave it a run. We, we were like, hey, let's see what this freezing cold weather is about. Let's see what snow is. It did not work out. It was uh, not executed very well, uh, quite poorly, I would say. Um, grocery stores were out of just about everything. We, pipes were bursting. It it was not awesome. So um, we tried. Thank you. We'll pass. 75 and sunny in February is how we'd like to do things, and that's how we're going to continue to do things. So that should, that should be over. We should be done. I say that, and I know exactly what's going to happen. March, what, 8th through the 12th is spring break for everyone around here, my kids included. It's probably going to be 50 and raining most of the week. Because I think when I was in college down here, four years, I think I got one good spring break. The rest of them were, it was either 50 degrees and just 50 degrees, which you don't want to go to the beach and whatnot in 50 degree weather. Or the temperature might be all right, but it's raining. It it never fails. The week before, the week after, I'm sure it'll be beautiful. But we'll see. I'll keep you posted on the weather. And the fun thing is, I don't have to be right. I should have been a weatherman. That's what my 
profession should have been. You don't have to be right to be a weatherman. You just have to understand weather. But anyway, uh, so other things I came across, and maybe you guys did too. It's been trending about a week. I'm going to say a week now. But a Mr. Parker Boudreaux, and some of you Notre Dame fans probably recognize that name. He was a big-time recruit a few years ago for uh, Notre Dame's offensive line. He was a beast. He had a big personality. He was on Twitter a lot. You know, just seemed like a really cool guy, fun guy. You know, just a lot of personality. And for whatever reason, Notre Dame wasn't for him. He was from Florida. He decided to transfer back to his home state and went to UCF where he finished out his college career. So after you play four years of Division I college football, naturally you go pro, right? Well, yes, but Parker is not going pro in the way you would think. This guy just signed a contract to be one of the newest members of the WWE. And I think that's awesome for him. He, I think that fits him very, very well. Um, he looks like Brock Lesnar. He was called the next Brock Lesnar. He said he wants to be the first Parker Boudreaux. But, well, he's owning his own name, as you should. He does have a nickname for the WWE, which is the Destroyer of Gods. And I kind of chuckled at that at first. I guess, luckily, he put the, the plural, the gods, with an S. Because if you just put Destroyer of God, I don't, I don't know how that would be received, maybe especially in the Notre Dame community, which I think people still like liked him even though he transferred. But man, this guy's built for the WWE. He's six foot four, three hundred pounds. He is literally me times two. He's five foot nothing, a hundred nothing times two. He's six foot everything and three hundred everything. But um, I just came across that. I thought that was really cool. Um, I'm not the biggest WWE fan. But I will be honest, I am kind of curious, and I might go out of my way to see what Destroyer of Gods does in the WWE. I, I might keep some tabs on that. You know, we'll see. Thought that was kind of cool. So enough of the randomness. Notre Dame football starting up. Finally, we're getting football, and they're practicing. They're the early enrollees are there. With that in mind, I have a new favorite player, Lorenzo Styles Jr. I think he's going to be great. I really do. I'm high on this guy. But the reason he's my new favorite player is he now has my favorite number. He's going to be number 21, and I can't wait to watch number 21 flash and make big plays. and just He's got a cool name. I mean, Styles. Lorenzo Styles Jr. That's He's going to be fun to watch. I can't wait. And, you know, as the team progresses and, you know, goes through their spring ball, uh, we'll see how everybody does. Uh, I'm excited for it. I can't wait. And it's, I mean, it's football. It's Notre Dame football. That's, that's why I'm doing this, because I love Notre Dame football. So I did have a nice little plan today which did not require too much Twitter work. 
to kind of look at the NFL draft and the Notre Dame players that are going to be in the draft and so on. But I had to make a change. I scrapped that whole thing yesterday. I still got the notes. I'll use the notes in another episode. But everything had to get scrapped because something came out. And with that, I'm just going to jump into it. But you guys know the deal. Watch me for the changes and try to keep up. Without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. So I'm sure all of you guys saw that Mr. Captain Jack Swarbrick came out and made a statement about EA Sports College Football's new game. And the statement reads as follows. Notre Dame Athletics welcomes the return of EA Sports College Football a video game series that has historically helped promote interest in college football. Notre Dame will not, however, participate in the game until such time as rules have been finalized governing the participation of our student-athletes. As those rules are developed, it is our strong desire that student-athletes be allowed to benefit directly from allowing their name, image, and performance history to be used in the game. Okay. So when this came out... I I saw it on Twitter, and people went nuts. Oh, my goodness. The Notre Dame hate was just – you couldn't stop it. Oh, Notre Dame's special. Notre Dame's better than everybody. They think they're so fancy. They're this, they're that. Oh, my goodness. It was one thing after another, and I'm just laughing. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like – dude. Are, is the Notre Dame hate that overwhelming and that just it burns in you that you don't even just, again, logic, reasoning, facts, please, please bring them with you to the table. That's all I'm asking. And this is, this is Twitter. I get it. I know what it is. I understand. But how can you really not see – what Jack Swarbrick is doing. Captain Jack is not an idiot. Not at all. Here's the deal. For starters, for all the, oh, looks like Notre Dame doesn't want to be in the game. Notre Dame's not going to be in the game. They're too good. Well, first of all, the game's not going to be done for like two to three years. Okay? And this whole statement revolves specifically around players' name, image, likeness. Okay, we know that's being discussed. Currently, it's kind of a state-to-state -state thing, but as it progresses, it's going to build steam and likely going to be kind of a – there's going to be a, a governing body or a union of some kind. I, I think that's where this is going. And here's the deal. Why hasn't the game been made yet? Why, why did they stop making it? 
because there's an issue with the name image likeness, right? So Swarbrick coming out saying, oh, no Dame's not going to be it until you change that. Well, that's kind of the whole reason the game hasn't been made anyway. So to to claim that Notre Dame's trying to be special, well, no, that's the game hasn't been made for that reason. But I think that's a huge thing because hopefully, the, for me, I would I would love to see all the and again I, when I first talked about this again, <laughs> I took no notes on this. It happened yesterday. I said this is going like wildfire. I'm just going to start talking about it. So. I might bounce around a little bit here today, but I told you the, a few weeks ago, I I don't care honestly if the player is if it's exactly Tyler Buckner or Lorenzo Styles or Michael Mayer, whoever you know I that's that's not why I was playing the game to begin with. Um, would I want to play it if Notre Dame wasn't in it? Probably. I, I enjoy college football. Uh, you know, we'll see. But Swarbrick is pushing the issue of we value our players. We value the guys we recruited to come play football at Notre Dame. We value them more than just a number on a jersey. They are people. And they we are benefiting from their talents you know, and Notre Dame's not the only school, obviously. You can't tell me Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, locally, Texas A&M, UT, all these schools, you can't, USC, you can't tell me that there's not a benefit from the players they have on their roster. Like, Notre Dame sold a well, I don't know the exact number, but I'm going to be hyperbolic about it. They sold, you know, a million and a half number 12 Notre Dame jerseys over the last three years. Who do you think that was because of? Ian Book. You know the answer. So does he get to give the university $100 a pop for buying these jerseys? And get nothing for it? That doesn't make any sense. And I, yeah, (laughs) I agree with that. It's ridiculous. So Swarbrick is out in front of this, basically saying, like, listen, we appreciate the games coming back, but we want our players taken care of. And you can ask a former player, CJ Procise. I know everyone listening to this podcast has seen the commercial for Samsung. CJ Procise running through your living room and everything else, right? Well, Jack Swarbrick, obviously, well, I say him, but the university had to approve the usage of Notre Dame's player, which was CJ Procise. They had to give clearance to do all that. Well, Swarbrick also, while negotiating that end of the deal for the commercial, said, well, I want the guy you're using, CJ Procise, to be compensated as well. He needs to be taken care of. And guess what? He was. Because Swarbrick cares about the players. It's not about just you know making a dollar and, hey, I, you're just a number on our team. You just wear a gold helmet on Saturday. So 
is what it is. No, it's not. He is trying to push the issue to get it done faster and fairly. So best case scenario, which is kind of where I was going, is schools that I just raffled off, Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, UT, who has their own freaking network, the Longhorn Network, A&M, Michigan, USC, even schools I hate. (laughs) Um, They should jump in line behind Captain Jack Swarbrick and say the same. Because that's how things will get done, and that's how players will be compensated fairly and appropriately and justifiably. That's what needs to happen. It's it's not right that these dudes go out here on Saturdays, bust their ass, risk injury, everything else, and can't make money because of rules and regulations that state you have to be a certain age or play college football for so long, et cetera. Uh, that's not fair to them. You know, I look at, you know what? And it's not apples to apples comparison I'm about to make. I realize this. It's not a perfect comparison, but it is worth mentioning. Do you know what Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, and Steve Jobs all have in common? None of them finished college. They all dropped out because they realized that their skills their craft could earn money already, immediately. They didn't need a four-year degree, regardless of where it was, Harvard. (laughs) It didn't matter. They could earn money. Now, I realize it's not the same because Harvard wasn't going to earn any money off of Zuckerberg or, you know, I get that. Um, And you can say that, but... um, Zuckerberg implemented a social network system at Harvard, so they did get some benefit. But it's not fair that players – and the, I realize there's only, what, 250 guys drafted each year. I get that it's a small amount. But as a whole, these guys are bringing so much money to the university. But they have this skill that – can make them millions and millions of dollars. Why should they be handcuffed and stuck in a corner of these rules and regulations that they have to play football for so long or be a certain age or whatever? Like, no, I'm, I think I'm good enough to, to go now. And if a team is willing to draft them and pay them millions of dollars, why can't they earn that money? Oh, because that's, that's what the rules say. It's it's just not fair. And I, again, I realize the Gates-Zuckerberg jobs is not an apples-to-apples comparison. It's a little bit different. But I think the overall idea is valid. Uh, whether you agree with me or not, that's my thought. <laughs> I think it is valid that these guys, the, the athletes, the football players, have a skill that should earn them millions, but... Instead, they have to follow this criteria, risk injury. That's why guys are now dropping out of bowl games. Um, This whole COVID thing, like, you know what? It's not even worth it. I can make Micah Parsons. I mean, the list goes on. Jamar Chase with LSU. I'm not going to play. I've made my name. The NFL knows I'm good enough. And by the way, 
Parsons and Chase are both going to be top 15 picks. <laughs> so them not playing this one year and, you know, Trevor Lawrence, credit to him. Awesome. He went out and played good for him. That that's awesome. It's great for Clemson, but he could have very easily said, you know what? That ain't worth it. I'm getting $0 and zero cents risking my future on Saturdays when I'll be the number one pick regardless. Whether I play this year or not, I'm getting drafted, in this case, by the Jaguars. But he didn't have to do all that, but he did. And, you know, that's credit to Trevor for stepping up and doing, I say the right thing, but you committed to the school, you know, so, but at the same time, I don't fault the guys who did opt out or otherwise, or not playing a bowl game. Look at Jalen Smith, Notre Dame fans. How important was that 2015 Fiesta Bowl against Ohio State? Was that the most important game in the world? I don't think so. I think Jalen Smith cemented where he was going to be drafted, which was going to be top 10. And I'd say that confidently. He was going to be a top 10 pick. Look what he's doing now with the Cowboys. But no, he gets rolled up on, destroys his whole I think it was his left leg, but his ankle, knee, everything just got bent and ruined him. He ended up being a, a second-round draft pick, cost him millions of dollars. Now he probably is going to make it back because he's the badass we all know he was. He's lived up to it with the Cowboys. Cowboys got a steal. But Jalen Smith could have easily said, you know what, no thanks. I'm not going to do that. But that's not Jalen Smith. And, you know, he's not going to do that. But I'm saying all this to say that it's not fair that these players don't get to be compensated for their abilities. Well, people everywhere else, if they have a certain ability, can make money off of that ability. And whether it's their name, their image, their likeness, you know, signatures, things like that, appearances, that draws attention. You should be able to get something for that. So I 100% uh, back Jack Swarbrick on his stance, on his statement, because the only way it's going to get done is somebody pushes the issue. If you just sit back, the you know NCAA for one and, and other they're just they're not going to feel any pressure to get anything done because everybody's sitting back and the same reason the game wasn't being made for how many years is because hey it was tough to make a game without using uh, real universities potentially. Um, you know, and then they they did want to use the actual players and things to make the game as realistic as possible. You know, because uh, on the funnier side, you know, without if Notre Dame opts out of this whole game thing and they never get into the game, well, are we gonna are we gonna have a you know a Michael Jordan not being in any NBA games where he wasn't even in it? They didn't even try to make a fake Jordan, but in MLB. 
They made they made a fake Barry Bonds. John Dowd, who was white and right-handed, the exact like just everything opposite of what Barry Bonds is. But yet he had all the Barry Bonds abilities. Thought that was interesting. <laughs> but what what's gonna happen? Are we gonna is Notre Dame gonna be the University of South Bend Shamrocks? Or the South Bend Fighting Catholics? The Northern Indiana Irishmen? But see, I saw those. I thought that was too obvious. Like, oh, that's clearly Notre Dame. Like, we all know it is, right? You got to – like what they did with um, John Dowd. Like, if you didn't know any better, you're like, okay, John Dowd, white, right-handed, the complete opposite of Barry Bonds. So why, why not embrace the whole – it's going to be Notre Dame, but it's not, and just kind of flip everything. The University of North Bend – Docile Italians. It's not South Bend. We're not fighting and we're not Irish. The North Bend Docile Italians. I love it. I mean, being an Italian, I think that would be pretty pretty impressive. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that was something I came across. I found some humor in it. But the, the big picture remains Notre Dame and Jack Swarbrick are supporting their players. They're supporting their value, and I agree 100%. Because I'll tell you this right now. If Lorenzo Styles lives up to the hype that I think people are giving him and I think he's capable of, and they start putting out number 21 Notre Dame jerseys, uh, you better believe I'm buying one. It's my favorite number, yes. But it's only going to be created because of Lorenzo Styles. And I know I could get a go get a custom jersey, but I don't know. I've always felt like, you know what? The and maybe when I was a kid I thought the players got something for it. I don't know. But certain jerseys sell because of the number. And the number is typically associated with a star player. And they should be treated as such and taken care of as such. And you can't get me to think otherwise. I mean, it's that, it's that simple. Uh, I want EA Sports College Football back. I already said, I for because of uh, this coming back, I'm already planning whatever gaming system is out at that point for the PlayStation side of things. Not an Xbox dude. Sorry, guys. <laughs> if it's the PS5 still, then I'll be getting one. If it's the 6 or whatever, you know, I'm on board. I, I'd love to play the game. Um, I would love if Notre Dame was in the game, and I believe they will be. And I believe that you're going to see the player's name. Well, maybe not name. Well, yeah, I guess you can put the name if they if all this goes through. Name, image, likeness. Now, you won't see the name on the Notre Dame jersey because we don't do that. But um, the name, image, likeness will be utilized. And, you know, it'll save me some time. I won't have to go through and go, okay, quarterback 12 and type out Tyler Buckner. And, you know, running back 25 and type out Chris Tyree. And receiver number 21 and type out Lorenzo Stiles Jr. And, you know, I, I, I kind of enjoyed some of that, but – you know, if all this goes through like I think it will, 
despite what all these haters want to ignore and act like, you know, oh, Notre Dame copping out. They don't, you know, they're better than us. They're fancy. They're going to sit on their high horse. No, we're, we're leading the charge in pushing the issue. And maybe it was the announcement of a football game that is ultimately going to force the issue to the edge of getting done because it's been talked about for how many years? Since freaking Ed O'Bannon, how many years ago was that? And nothing's really changed other than they stopped making a football game. So I'm anxious to see where this goes. I... Again, I wrote very little information down for today. I just wanted to run with it. I saw it. It wanted to be talked about. People were being ridiculous. Just Notre Dame hate all over the place without an ounce of logic or reasoning applied. I'll never understand it because I try to think before I pound my thumbs and hit send. You know, um, so I look forward to the progression of this player name image likeness getting resolved. And if anything comes out, I'll be sure to mention it on my show. So that's really all I have today. The next episode, I will go into the, uh, Upcoming NFL draft. I know it's not till April. I get that. But it's the offseason. That's – you talk about whatever you can talk about, right? And I want to do this every week, find something to talk about. And yesterday, this Jack Swarbrick news was a great opportunity to jump into <clears throat> that whole discussion. So thank you guys for listening listening for me talk to myself (laughs) about what I feel and what I think. I really do appreciate it. Let's get this one more listens than my snow day episode, which had no direction whatsoever. This one had a little bit of a direction. So, but you guys know where to find me at five foot nothing pod on Twitter. You know, follow me, send me some messages. Let me know what you guys think. I, I appreciate all of it. You can also shoot me an email, five foot nothing pod at gmail.com. But wherever you find my podcast, whether it's on Spotify, whether it's on Apple, uh, Google, you know, uh, like it, share, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. I, I do appreciate it, guys. I'm just having fun here. Uh, this is That's all it is. It's me with thoughts, a place to express them, having fun. So, And if you do listen on Apple, which is where I listen to pretty much 99% of my podcast, hit that purple icon, give me five stars, write a review. You guys know the spiel. Every podcast does it, right? So just any way you can get it out there. If you're liking what I'm saying, if you're not, let me know. Let me know what you think I can do better or different. I am 100% open to criticism because that's how I'm going to get better at this. Uh, I'm having fun. I'm learning more and more stuff as I go along how to improve. And 
Man, that's all I got on this February 23rd afternoon. Thank you all for listening. Five foot nothing, 100 nothing, out.